on a fresh and lazy, lazy Sunday evening here. Welcome to Butch on Sports. Yes, I'm simply Butch, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Yes, on a Sunday evening, boys and girls, giving you some sports news you can't get enough of, waiting and waiting patiently for next week's Super Bowl. We'll talk about a wee little bit about that and some other things that happen along the way as we get to this sports news that, yes, you can't get enough of. Let me start off with some college uh, basketball here. I understand that Duke beat North Carolina in their game. Oh, well. And I understand that Duke's lady basketball coach, Kerry Lawson, said they were playing with a man's on the men's basketball during the first half of their game, which not supposed to be allowed because the women have a special women's basketball. Of course, it went to trial, and they said she didn't have a she didn't have a dog on case. Oh my! Uh, we'll go down there, down that road, probably down the way throughout the season, and making sure that the correct basketball is in the correct game. It was a sweet weekend at home for the Titans as they took control early and never let their foot off the gas pedal. As did the University of Detroit Mercy's men's basketball team dominated Purdue Fort Wayne 50, no, not 50, 85 to 52 on Saturday afternoon inside historic Callahan Hall. Detroit Mercy has now won 23 of their last 27 overall games at Callahan Hall and 17 of the last 21 against the Horizon League foes. So playing at home is very good for the Detroit Titans there. Um, not so much on the road. Graduate and senior the leading uh, nation scorer, Anton Davis, he recorded a game high of 32 points, hitting 12 of 24 from the field and 6 of 10 from the three-pointer to go for assists, three rebounds and two steals. He broke another NCAA record with his 136 total game in double figures, all consecutive, which is a record. He already owns and moves up to career points to 3,399, just 268 behind Pistol Pete Maravich, the NCAA record holder with 3,667. Good weekend for the Detroit Titans, and they're going to have to step it up a notch before the horizon. Um, Playoffs come about if they even want to think about planning on being in the NCAA in that conversation. Michigan State, they lose the Rutgers at Madison Square Garden this past weekend, like yesterday here, 61 to 55. Michigan State got to start winning games in order for their woes of NCAA superiority can come to fruition as playoffs are coming up sooner than they think. University of Michigan, on the other hand, today, basketball team, um, that well, they were knocked to the coals last weekend with some of their games that they played. However, Kobe Buckert raced toward the goal, releasing the ball off the backboard, and he's collided with a multiple 
uh, Ohio State offenders, uh, defenders, I should say. He crashed to the floor and the shot rim off the rim. And the crowd body around him, they peeled him up, get him off the hardwood, retrieve the ball, and he hit back-to-back layups midway through the second half and the first half. And also the second half, he was a he was a catalyst there. As the University of Michigan beat Ohio State at Chrysler Arena by the final score of 77 to 69. Yes, indeed, University of Michigan has a two-game winning streak here. They're going to need a lot of winning streaks there. They're going to get stronger and try to make the NCAA, yes, playoffs or March Madness, as we call it. Pistons last night, they played. Yes, they did. And DeAndre Ayton had a, had a, had a spot for him in his resume. He personally gave the Pistons the flops. And they lose to the Suns by a score of 116 to 100. The Pistons probably can't wait for a break. They need also a break in some of the coaching they're getting. It's really horrible. Coach Baker and the Motor City Crews, that's the minor league team of the Detroit Pistons. They traveled to Long Island. Uh, they played and took on the Nets of Long Island. Yes, then. New York Nets for the first time in their 2022-23 regular season. The Crews fell in a heartbreaker with the final score being 123 to 121. That was sad, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, I got to get off that little sofa here. Uh, all weekend long, or say, let's say all week, Kyrie Irving came Thursday and got everybody stirred up again. This is a young man who, after they win the NBA championship at Cleveland, couldn't stand playing with LeBron James and demanded he be traded and get out of town by sundown. Cleveland gave him his wishes and moved him on to Boston, where he stayed for a couple seasons and gave the Boston Celtics Management staff and players, the flops, or the flux, I should say. Which, going down the road of peace, he goes to the Nets. And yes, he gave them the flops and the flukes and everything else in between. Couldn't keep himself out of trouble. This is a guy who basically, I think, wants to be the big liner. When I say the big liner, that means it didn't happen without Kyrie Irving. And we all recognize his basketball strengths, which are pretty doggone good. But his thinking process sometimes is just annoying to fans as well as teammates and administrations of the teams that he has played on. This time, the New Jersey Nets or the... Brooklyn Nets, I should say, had enough of it, and they didn't waste too much time. Kyrie Irving is now headed to Dallas. The Dallas Mavericks struck a deal with the Brooklyn Nets on Sunday to land Irving. Just days after requesting a trade from the Brooklyn Nets, according to the Athletics, 
and other publications. In exchange, the Mavericks will send Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and multiple draft picks to the Nets. And uh, I can't give the multiple. Yes, I can maybe here. The uh, Mavericks will send the Nets a 2027 second-round pick, a 2029 second-round draft pick, and an unprotected 2029 first-round pick. That's what I get out the whole deal. (sighs) Some say Dallas is desperate. Maybe they are. They want to make the playoffs, and they're still in good playoff position there. Ranked six in the Western position, where they wouldn't have to play you no know, play-in games or whatever it may be. So they're pretty cool with that. But their teams are breathing down their neck, and they can't get hot like a firecracker pretty soon. They might be in that play-in game situation. So I guess Dallas found it to be one of the more richer teams in the NBA. A chance to do it their way. And hopefully that Kyrie Irving is a catalyst to the Dallas Mavericks. They did not say, and I have not received any reports, which, by the way, Kyrie Irving is an unrestricted free agent, or that his contract can be exercised to keep him for an extra year. We'll wait and see for those preliminaries to come about down the road of peace. But right now, uh, prior a physical, and I'm quite sure that's taking place sooner than later, Kyrie Irving is headed to Dallas. Oh, me, oh, my. Oh, wow. And Marquise Morris is, too, by the way, from uh, the Nets going to Dallas as well. Congratulations to Mr. Larskins as he played a magnificent game in the NHL All-Star game for the Atlantic Conference, who won the thing in the final game of that round-robin affair Saturday afternoon. Hopefully, Larskins can bring some Blitz and bluster to the Detroit Red Wings, who would be trailing and getting in the playoffs by nine points. In the meanwhile, the Detroit Red Wings, today they recall right winger Philip Zadena from the American Hockey League's Grand Rapids Griffins and assigned Adam Earn to the Griffins. Zadena, 23, tallied one goal in two appearances with the Griffins during his conditioning. Assignment, the six-foot, 190-pound forward has been limited to nine games with the Red Wings this season due to injury. And they're going to get a couple of other players back as well. I'm quite sure the Red Wings will. Maybe not the goaltender if he doesn't get his stuff together. Novetovic, as I would say, he's down there getting conditioned and getting himself set as they... The Red Wings did count on two goaltender system. But right now, they're playing with a one goaltender system. And that's subpar. Defense stinks for the Red Wings. That has to get very much so better. They got to do a better job of protecting the goaltender. 
And when the goaltender stops the initial shot, clearing men out of the way or clearing the puck out of the way where the goaltender is not uh, in dire straits, I should say. Finally, (laughs) and I laugh a little bit here. Should I drink a little bit of water here to get this last, mm, this last story down my throat? Yes, I will. The new Pro Bowl for football. Yes, the face masks has been exchanged for sunglasses, T-shirts, backward hats, smiles, and tag, or should I say flag football, second to none. I did embrace and watch the game today, along with some of the other little trinkets they added on for the Pro Bowl which lasts about three days, starting Friday, jumping in the pool, catching balls and stuff like that there, playing dodgeball, catching water balloons. And in a nice way, I think it's entertaining to the players as well as some of the fans. But I did watch the Pro Bowl today, and it has some significance to me. You can embrace it or shun it. You have that uh, that right to deal with it. But I kind of embraced it. I watched a certain uh, charm watching the players, which seemed to be more relaxed in their childhood version of themselves. I saw players who preferred to play an actual game with helmets and shoulder pads, but everyone was having a good time competing with lower stakes and, most importantly, Lower injury risks well outside the the norm that they would maybe take if they play in contact sports in a season that is over for a majority of the team, but two. Again, the week started off with most coordinated athletes uh, tossing water balloons at each other, playing dodgeball. But the end of the series with flag football games, with not a lick of defense, and certain plays, there were some great defense. The final game of the three-game series of flag football was very special. Now, this is what yours truly had to say, along with Kurt Cousins. I hope the youngsters watching pro football or the Pro Bowl will want to participate in flag football and help a version of the sport grow. It changed to a flag football game, and and, and it's going to be time for some of us, not me, of course. (laughs) I've played it before. But a lot of people to get used to the rules of flag football as they may forgot them or never use them in the first place. But I think flag football is fun. It involves some enjoyment. It doesn't have the risk of getting hurt. Although I did see some people get knocked the crap out of, I think uh, I think one special play where Jalen Ramsey decked Tyree Hill crossing the goal line after his touchdown. I think that was the only really big hit I saw in this whole extravaganza of three games playing touch football. I I think it's great that that game is exposed. 
But here's the thing. In public school, private schools, charter schools, maybe at home and homeschooling, where basically you're allowed to just run on the playground, per se, where you're giving them a little recess and after lunch or something, running wild and nothing organized to do. I know when we were going to school in my long-time days, games such as softball, kickball, flag football, or touch football maybe back in the days, were the lunchtime smorgasbord of greatness and a lot of fun. And yes, we had to go back in school for the second half of the day, but we all walked in that building with smiles on their faces because we were able to run and deal with spirited, doggone games that basically we looked at each other and said, boy, did we have fun. And I don't think kids in the public schools, especially in the public schools, don't get that chance anymore to see organized sports be dealt with in the schools. Their gyms, and and I say their gym periods are lackluster, to say at the least. And it's just plain, plain ridiculous. Most kids, when they learn certain sports, such as baseball, softball, football, which again, touch football was played, basketball, and maybe hockey. And most of the time, when you didn't have ice, you had floor hockey, would gather those skills up and again, have an enjoyable, fun time and learn the skills and the practices of the game. And no longer they're doing that in the public school system, the private school system, charter schools, or anything. Just run wild and, I don't know. It's not there. The organized sports is not there. Now, I just hope parents, guardians, and maybe the kids have something to say about that. Because they're missing a whole heck of a lot of fun. The joy of maybe learning some discipline, being able to work together as teammates, and also maybe developing some skills that maybe you never thought you had can be part of the smorgasbord of going to school saying, I enjoyed the day. I ain't saying something like this on a podcast that basically brings sports news to its forefront, but that is sports at the forefront. Again, many of us learned the game via going to school and where Jim was more organized were taught those ways of the game by the gym teachers or, as shall I say, the lunchroom monitors to allow us to play organized sports. Kickball is another game. Most schools don't even have a baseball field out there anymore. Or they took it up to sell it land to build a house on. 
that no longer the school owns. Funny how things that's supposed to get better change for the worse. So all I got to say on this Sunday evening on Butcher on Sports. Butcher on Sports is a presentation of Oh My Darling Production. Check out Butcher on Facebook, always on Facebook, boys and girls. Either Butcher on Sports or Butch Davis. Or you can go to the homepage at Podomatic.com. Type in S-I-M-P-L-Y-B-U-T-C-H-T-O-O dot Podomatic.com. And yes, I will be checking the game sports show dot podbean.com because some of you say it's not being listed. And we will find out why. But until then, Podomatic and also Facebook will be the way to go. And if you have Facebook and end up being connection or suggest me to be a friend or send a message to others, and give me your email address. I'll send you a copy of Butcher on Sports, which is always on Sundays, or maybe a late Sunday in certain areas, and always on Wednesday evening. Hey, have a good beginning of the week, boys and girls, ladies and gents. Be safe out there. And tell your friends and yourself, come check me out on Wednesday's edition of Butcher on Sports as Football supremacy will be counting down to the Super Bowl on Sunday. And by the way, do the Super Bowl next Sunday. We will probably do our Butcher on Sports on Monday. I have not made a decision as of yet. But yes, I will let you know on Wednesday's Butcher on Sports. Rather, Butcher on Sports be late Sunday or on the special Monday edition. Have a great, again, beginning of the week. Butch on Sports is a presentation of Oh My Darling Productions. And, yes, be cool out there.